0: Hi, I'm Josh Young. And I'm Josh Dillon. And you're listening to the Pink and Black Playback, a 4 out of 10 podcast chronicling the 10 out of 10 career of one Brett the Hitman Hart. Where we cover all the highs, the lows, and the pinky middles. Happy
1: anniversary. Et to Dylan. Et tu? What did I do? <laughs> yes. And to you, and to you. Oh, Happy yeah. Anniversary. I'm sorry. I don't speak French. Um, yeah. So, hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to yet another episode of your favorite Bret Hartmark uh, Give Out podcast. Still the number one uh, wrestling podcast in the Republic of uh, Moldova? I, I I can't confirm that. It's been a while since I checked, but I, I am going to assume yes. I think
0: we're the reigning I can't imagine.
1: Defending. I can't imagine we'd After ever go year. down. What a, what it's been one year.
0: What a It's been one year, everybody,
1: and on today, which is the... One-year anniversary episode. Yeah, that's right, Mom. We actually did something more than once. Stuck with it. (laughs) Look at it. Uh, Today, we'll be talking about Brett versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WWF Survivor Series, November Uh. 17th, 1996, uh, for the number one contendership, I believe, for the the WWF. I always get their belts fucked up because they hate heavyweight <laughs> WWF world champion they don't even call it a, is it heavyweight at this time? at
0: that time yes I can never remember until they like f- completely forego it and it's just the WWF championship
1: yeah oh sounds way better yeah. it's good choice <laughs> and then after that we'll be talking about Brett versus Redacted at WCW Mayhem <laughs> on November 24th 4th November twenty fourth, twenty <laughs> first, nineteen ninety nine for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. Red- See how easy that is to say, Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> Redacted. But who do you mean? I mean Chris Benoit. Uh. Uh, if you've listened this far, I've probably already given you fucking content warnings at the beginning of this episode. So <laughs> welcome. Yes, we will uh, be talking about that. That was uh, Mister Young's request. Just for the record. <laughs> Envented Zone. What's your uh, What's your Instagram handle? Joshy Drama? Yeah, at, send all your criticism to <laughs> at Joshy Drama on Instagram. You can't, my,
0: I got a private account, so you, it's all going to be filtered, so it's not going to be bombs because nobody cares. Well, then
1: how are you going to... Where do you post... you you're always sending me like stories and like Instagram videos and shit. And? And you're not sharing that with the world? No. You're just hiding all of our best work with your six friends on the internet? Yeah. <laughs> shit. You thought
0: we were going to get canceled? You're... 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 Out to lunch.
1: No, no, no. You're hanging
0: yourself we'll, to dry. <laughs>
1: we'll get there when we get there. Uh, but first, a brighter days. <laughs> November 17th, 1996. It's the day of a Survivor Series.
0: In the year of our Brit.
1: <laughs> it is a downtime for the business. So, of course, it's a major pay-per-view at uh, in New York, at Madison Square Gardens, so the home away from home for the WWF
0: brett's Second City.
1: Yes, his mom, of course, famously from like Staten Island or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was th- thinking that when we were watching it too. I think Brett's the first person to ever have like a connection to both New York and and Calgary, Calgary and she, yeah. chose Calgary. <laughs> you know, whatever. Good for him, I guess.
0: Not Austin though. Fighting out of Victoria, oh. Texas.
1: Man, did we ever get a real mid-90s setup here? We are still firmly in the attitude, <laughs> not the attitude area, in the new gen- generation era. Yeah. Uh, we get a video package that is very, I don't know, this guy's a jerk, and this guy's trying to prove himself.
0: It's apropos of the time. Those yeah. were good fucking intro, pay-per-view intros. Like, this they weren't is, bad, this was, that's for sure. This was going to happen compared to, and we'll get into it later, The some of the stuff we saw. Oh, during uh, No, not WCW, during fucking... Royal Rumble Oh yeah,
1: 23. We had uh, watched the Royal Rumble together, uh, not to date ourselves on recording this episode <laughs> early, but we did, and we had some feelings. You'll we'll probably hear about that a bit later. Yeah. And frankly, the presentation of this is pretty garbage besides <laughs> some of the stuff. Like, when I say mid-90s, I mean these video packagers are all like... You know, angled camera close-ups Dutch of an angry angles, guy. Yeah, Black and white. Black and white, Dutch angle close-up of a guy being like, I'm the best there is, the best there <laughs> was. If you put an S in front of Hitman. You get my my exact opinion of Bret Hart. And we'll be getting that in front of like every <laughs> promo featuring these two men until Bret's out of the company. Austin oh, continually attacking
0: other people. Brian Pillman. Yeah.
1: Brian, he is such an evil guy in this, in this video uh, package, right? Smacking around fucking Savio Vega with a leather strap. And the question is, like, what does Brett have to do to stop this bad guy, you know? <laughs> um, so what's immediately interesting to me is the difference between this and then what would be WrestleMania 13. That, of course, is the famous uh, double turn. But, you know, Slurper. watching that, you can see pretty clearly that these are two guys who are already on the cusp of that. Yep. The crowd is already somewhat torn here in Survivor Series. This is a Bret Hart crowd yep. and they want him to beat up that bad guy real yep. good.
0: Nobody likes Austin. <laughs> Nobody likes Austin.
1: <laughs> I think that's a good place to start for fashion. You know, we got Austin uh, sans knee brace. Yeah. No braces. Just... Still still wrestling. He's not brawling at this point. I was giving out.
0: He's not, not brawling at
1: this point. I There's think no he's... knee brace, not even he's... a broken, nary a broken neck. Still stone cold at this point. Of course. Yeah. This match. Yeah. You did mention there was a lot less mud hole stomping and more like. Barely any. You know, every like,
0: once in a while he will, but he's he's wrestling like Ric Flair.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, he's not wrestling like the Austin you yeah. and I remember. he's a bit more like that. Yeah. like
1: there's this sort of a I don't want to say technical, but more of a traditionalist wrestling to it. But he's yeah. still trying to be a jerk at the same time. Uh, he's evolving. He's growing. He's in his middle Pokemon stage.
0: <laughs> cool, maybe my favorite Pokemon stage.
1: <laughs> so we've got no leg brace, no knee brace on Stone Cold Braceless. here. Braceless, a braceless, <laughs> a freestanding Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, everything else you will remember quite clearly about the Texas Rattlesnake. He is coming out to face Brett, who is dressed in like champion returning Brett. You know, he's got that. It's got like the pay he wears. he always yeah. got
0: something different for the pay-per-view.
1: It's a little more dramatic. The yeah. um, drippy shit. Oh yeah, um, and he's stars and hearts. Got on that everywhere. golden kind of orangey piping nope. on the side of it. Um, looks pretty good. I, it's the kind of thing I always wonder if it came out better in person. If it came out less orange and more gold because I think that's what they were going for. Um, but I Degrasse.
0: <laughs> what are you gonna do? What's the downtime,
1: man? We have <laughs> what to me is one of uh, I don't want to say it's an underrated match. It's just in the overshadowed yeah in the oeuvre of the careers of these two men and especially in their feud definitely overshadowed yeah that that blow off of course the um Wrestlemania 13 match is a classic for a reason but I, I always remember Brett on um, Stone Cold's podcast years ago now, yeah. and they were talking about this. And Brett was mentioning how when they were first told about the WrestleMania match, they were like, "Well, we just fucking did Survivor Series. What yeah. are we gonna Wasn't do? is not that good enough for you yeah, people? What the fuck! <laughs> what the fuck? So we're just gonna do the same thing again?" Um, and they definitely didn't. It, no, I, no, no. They're the both of these matches
0: were the Survivor Series match is a completely different animal than the WrestleMania 13 match. Completely.
1: So, what? In this match sticks out for you then. We'll start with that. You've uh, got the, the the steel trap mind who never forgets anything. No pressure. But uh, what, what's your take on this match? First of all,
0: knowledge has always been my curse. Just put
1: it that way. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> you just know too much.
0: That and my blatant alcoholism. But yeah. anyways, like you mentioned... It's the you're coming near the end of the attitude era, mm-hmm. or sorry, you're coming to the beginning of the attitude era, end of the new gen era, whereupon Jim Ross gives out about, oh, it's the show showing attitude. Yeah, the attitude. He keeps saying it. attitude
1: in the opening. They mention
0: it when Brett comes in. They talk about he ain't a he ain't a clown. He's not a garbage man. He's a fucking hit man. He's legit. I love it. You know, giving out giving out for doing
1: real deal. Giving
0: out for uh, Duke Demp Duke the. Dr- Duke Drowsy, what the fuck Duke was his the name? The
1: Dumpster Drowsy. Josie,
0: yeah, I follow him on Instagram. Cool guy, but <laughs> is he really a garbage man? Not anymore. Oh, to... <laughs> Not...
1: maybe at one point. Ruined it for me. Sorry. <laughs> Guess, but what? You're right. Guess what? Guess yeah. what? Van
0: Hammer never played guitar. <laughs> what
1: lies? <laughs> oh. But his <laughs> but first name it... isn't even Van.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's, it's
1: Dave. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Bullshit. Santa Claus all over again. <laughs>
0: Sanity Claus. Uh, but you're on the cusp of of this uh, regeneration, and what sticks out the most is is how particular Austin is, how effective he is mm. as a heel. Mm. The heel work is amazing. He's already broken uh, Pillman's leg or ankle, rather, and that they even make they make note they they don't reference his feud with Pillman all that much, only a little bit. Yeah, because I
1: guess we're really kind of starting this. I feel like this. This happens as a number one contenders match, yeah. and then he goes off with the Pillman got a gun, right? Pillman
0: got a gun thing, but they don't. They even they don't talk about WCW. They talk about them being former best friends. He's already running shot on everybody. Savio Vega comes to mind with the leather strap yeah. match. Now you're coming in with Brett. Turbo face,
1: Have you who a the only I know, underrated, what, underrated, underrated, frankly, one of those guys underrated. you go back as an adult and you're like, why the fuck wasn't he cooler to me when I was like 10? Because he dressed like a weirdo. But, yeah, I just dressed sorry. differently. Go on.
0: But they talk about they talk about Brett. You talk about Brett uh, being like super face, and the only reason why he wants this match is to prove that he's he's better than him. Or that he wants his res- he wants Austin's respect. Respect. I didn't really Yeah, the of end, the money. you are not like me, but you will respect me at See, the end of this match.
1: That was that stood out to me was the difference between both of these guys' promos. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold gave a very Stone Cold promo, which to me just feels so attitude-era. It yeah. really does. It feels We're, like right in that yeah. where we get the most new generation <laughs> you get the Brett promo Brett, ever. The Brett type promo. I'm gonna try real hard, and you know, I'm I'm real mad, and there's one thing you don't know about me, it's I'm gonna kick your butt. Another, eh? another
0: thing to point out too, Brett's really doing this for, like, he kind of says, he's like, I'm doing this for the fans. fans this is what the yeah. fans want to see. I'm Real. doing this for
1: my for my crew in New York here. Real ba- white meat baby face in this moment. Yeah, you know? like, it, is, it is. It is. It is. Even for Brett. Even yeah, for Brett, it feels it's a little overdrive like overdrive on it's, that. And again, we are functionally months away from the I've had it with this shit fucking promo. Yeah, we're on the which for is that. one of my favorite promos of all time. Yeah. One of the things I like to show people like Bret Hart couldn't cut a promo. It's one of the first things I yeah, show but people. But he, you he can yell at McMahon. Oh fuck, plenty. Other. Holy shit.
0: Maybe better than Austin at the time. At the
1: time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're not there yet either. Yeah. Also, Todd Pettingale is uh, kind of tall. Eerily I always forget tall. that. You know, he's standing next to the better Michael Cole. Like, oh. Imagine,
0: imagine yeah. what kind of universe we live in. Mike uh, Todd Pedigale is the Michael Cole
1: of today. If there was a god, you know.
0: God, it just never worked out. Son of a bitch.
1: Too bad. I, <laughs> I miss the man. Every time I see him, he's just such a bit of a cartoon character as like a backstage presenter, and, and so he always come, Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, um, hes I don't know, I, the word I want to use is bright, in that it's like <laughs> shining at you how goofy he is. <laughs> got a better Whereas,
0: smile than Michael Cole. Yeah, and this Fung is the thing,
1: Michael Tolst- Cole is still goofy, he just doesn't come across as like, I don't know, I want to say car salesman Maybe that's a bit harsh, <sighs> no, he's just but uh, yeah, that was a, a standout for me was the difference there. The in-ring work I think is worth pointing out, like you mentioned, this is definitely more- Austin moves
0: like a fucking cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like this comes, be, like I said, it comes before Owen breaks his neck, before the knee Still injuries.
1: Two good knees, at least relatively.
0: Relatively. Right at the beginning, Austin coming out in his entrance and he's like looking dead into the camera. Yeah. Zero so fucking, Yeah, he's psychotic, but it's so striking. Brett coming in with the shades,
1: cool as ever. <laughs> There's a shitload of submissions from Stone Cold Steve Austin throughout this match. It's a
0: technical work of the whole thing. Because yeah. you see a lot of Austin doing uh, hip tosses, some flips mm. when he's coming out of holds. On and on and
1: on. I- I'd say a lot of these submissions look like fucking dog shit too, though. I I, I feel like he'd-, <laughs> he'd, in retrospect, probably say that too. There's a couple where you're like, got, this is
0: Austin has had is like three,
1: 1950s pro wrestling.
0: Three submissions. Yeah. He's, he got his patented Texas Cloverleaf.
1: Of course. Which he rarely used, but
0: still patented. He did the uh, the back bow where he Austin's on the yeah. back and the uh, bow looked Brett's good. Over, the is cloverleaf stress, was fine. Brett's stroke. over his knees and he's stretching him that way. And then obviously the even more patented what he learned from uh, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase There's the the Million Dollar
1: Dream or the Cobra Clutch. How would you describe the storytelling in this match? Like what would you say about it? Uh, is especially violent. Mm-hmm. Brett wants
0: to get one. He never really beat Brett, did he? I think for Austin to beat Brett will solidify him as not only a better wrestler, sure. but a top contender. For I feel the like title. that was
1: the end of it, right? Yeah. That's what should have happened because yeah. the second matchup, of course, is Brett still winning, but Austin never giving up, of course. Yeah. Right?
0: And then, yeah, the swerve of that. And neither of them at that, especially when we get to the WrestleMania match, mm-hmm. n- neither one of them being in the title picture.
1: Yeah. What a Oof.
0: travesty that is because what's the fucking title match for that? Psycho Sid versus Undertaker, something like that. And nobody remembers it, that
1: match. <laughs> Vader versus somebody at that point too. Like, it was a real because that was that's the thing we always forget um, because of the, how many big stars and how many important characters in the WWF exist in '96, '97. Yeah, right. You start to see again those guys who, in in some cases, in about five to ten years, are going to be huge, 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 huge money makers for this company. Yeah. Um, but there's Sid and Vader who are two guys that you know fumbled the bag so to speak uh, speak in one way or another vader of course goes off after this and goes to japan and has a total second coming yeah, of his career a
0: resurgence in his career yeah, late but, life
1: vader is a really special thing but we were talking about that
0: about that too a little bit yeah. you know he goes to japan but at that time you and i and yeah. most regular marks don't yeah. give a fuck I mean, or we know anything kids, about japan yeah. but
1: even adults i mean adults cared about ecw you know, adults did not, on average, care about New Japan because yeah. there was no English commentary. Yeah, it was a tape traded industry still. yeah, you're not,
0: yeah, you're not getting the inside scoop on that kind of yeah. stuff.
1: you know what I mean, we're not seeing the um the coffee commercials wrestlers are in or whatever <laughs> uh, in Japan. So that had
0: a lot to do with the advent of the internet, man.
1: Oh, completely. Yeah. I, I think that it made um the 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 getting of the product easier. yeah, um the distribution of it. We have, yeah, the story in this match for me is there's a lot of shades of Brett versus Piper, which I believe we previously watched on this podcast. Yes, we have, yeah. Um, Which, of course, is Brett taking on a brawler, who in this case is more experienced than him, who, uh, against Piper, he has to- And a distant relative, no doubt. (laughs) What Piper tells, he's related to everybody. (laughs) He's one of those guys, like, I feel like you met that guy in a bar somewhere in small-town Canada, you know? He's just like, I, my cousin is cousins with the prime minister. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. Um, maybe, but, maybe where
0: you're from, not from yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> you've never met a guy
1: like that? There's so many of these guys that have these, like, especially small-town dudes who like to connect themselves to some historical figure through, like, a cousin's marriage. It's just, like, I don't know. So in the Piper match, you get Brett, again not really being able to overcome the piperness of it you know no. the brawling the eye poking that that kind of goofy shit but eventually he takes on a bit of it to give it back and to take uh, take advantage to so basically be like i can do it if you can do it kind yeah. of vibe and we get a better that here where brett is responsible for putting austin over the barricade and for you know hitting him against things and throwing them into the fans yeah and even the finish of course is you know that's where that comes from as well
0: i find i find two austin's really in the early part of this match is really in control of it yeah just laying the yeah. laying and shit it, into brett
1: it looks good it doesn't look like an accidental takeover it looks like he wrestled his way to a superior yeah, position yeah. it looked like he really trained for it yeah he because really, brett's yeah.
0: pulling all the fucking stops too at the same time two point he he does not go off mm-hmm off the second rope as as yeah. tradition. He goes fucking top rope to, with the pinpoint elbow to yep. try to get Austin.
1: And Austin is doing, you know, top rope superplexes and stuff. Yeah. And the commentary is doing a very good job. You've got a very... I, I want to say anxious Jim Ross trying very hard to be as good as his job as possible because he's <laughs> sitting next to his boss who's a complete asshole. Always
0: oh, Jim Ross with the fucking uh, uh, biology oh, book yeah. next to him. Solar plexus. He threw Kidneys. A, kid- kidneys damaged first kidneys. first into the post is my
1: favorite. Yeah, that's what that was, Jim. Did you see
0: Bret Hart sternum go off that turnbuckle?
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wow. Um... Steve Austin, especially at this point in his career, feels like a guy who understood the assignment. You know, whenever he goes into these matches at this point in his life, he's working very hard to be the right guy. Hungry. Yeah, he's doing Hungry. such a good job of portraying his character Hungry. and like, and again, wrestling up to the standard of the person he's with. Not that he already wasn't a worker, but he did the Bret Hart technical match thing in a way that I don't think a lot of people at this point were expecting.
0: No. He he just appears like a fucking... Well, a, a, as per his gimmick was, he's a fucking killer. Like, he needed to be. And uh, he needed to go up against somebody who can keep him in check, and that was Brett.
1: The finish for this match, um, again, uh, we've seen it in the Piper match. We've seen it in the, another match. Razor Ramon. It was with Razor Ramon, and there were a couple other similar... Uh, finishes to this. Sneaky Brett. This is the one where <laughs> Brett is grabbed in a sleeper hole from behind in this place, the Million Dollar Dream, of course. I don't um, know why
0: they didn't go with the fucking Cobra Clutch. I clutch. mean, it keeps in line with him being a snake.
1: I love it. Whatever. <laughs> they, they, like, I love when they change a guy's gimmick, but they don't let you forget his other gimmick. It's they, like, why did you do this? They, anytime
0: why? he's used that pa- uh, past this match, yeah. it's always referred to as the Million Dollar Dream. You see anybody else use it, it's called he, the
1: Cobra Clutch. He largely stops using it after this point, um, I I I don't even know except for
0: the rare occurrences. There's rare occurrences in the Attitude Era. But I just even against the stuff against The Rock, they will yeah. always refer to it as the Million Dollar Dream, and I'm like. I just Nobody feel like I feel like he
1: could have come up with another name for it, too. You know, there could have been something more related to being cold or stone or snakes, you know, like. Cobra. One, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Even but though it like, was the
0: Texas rattlesnake. Snake. I get it. It's not the same fucking species of, of reptile.
1: Rattlesnake clutch, man. You could have literally just said that and people would have got the reference. You know, it doesn't always no, have, no, have no, to rhyme or alliterate. Like,
0: it was a patented move from Ted DiBiase. There's something grandfathered in guaranteed.
1: But uh, it, so it's that classic. Brett runs up the ropes as he's grabbed from behind in a, in a sleeper position, and then flipping back. Oh, um, come on, come
0: on, come on! You gotta—they—they they do the setup of uh, of Austin. Of, of this oh yeah, looming he gets the doom. bear.
1: Like he gets his a big wide yeah. stance, and he's, he's got his ready. arms he's out. Ready to and he's fucking like, lock that million tickling those dream. fingers, just yeah. getting ready for Brett to get in the right position. Like uh, you know, it sinks you all it know in. The vibe.
0: Sinks it in. Then um, Brett manages to fight his way into the corner. Jumps back, roll over on on Austin, mm-hmm. and you get the quickest fucking count from Tim White.
1: Yeah, Tim White is doing this like he got paid extra. He's, <laughs> he's tapping so quick. Hop, hop, hop um but i don't because know he's mad at austin because austin's
0: giving him fucking grief yeah, and pushed him at the one time and so that's you know he is
1: like a lot of people fuck with referees as a way to get heat but austin always did it in a way where i was worried about the safety of the referee <laughs> you know? well he'd
0: snap at him or yeah.
1: and or push him yeah.
0: especially in the early part yeah. and then the later when austin turned heel again oh yeah yeah he's yeah, always yeah. beating up refs definitely a skill of his and the hardies <laughs> anything you want to add to this the We were given out about the utter disappointment on Austin's face when he loses.
1: Yeah, you know, that was actually kind of interesting. Like, to the point I thought he was going to fucking... Mad. He was going to get his
0: revenge yeah. and, like, try to hit Brett or do anything. Yeah. He, he just rolled out of the ring, and he's, like, in
1: disbelief. Exactly. It was more disappointment. Yeah, that's You it. know, again, yeah. which feels like we are trying to build a different version of Austin at this point, because yeah. he didn't even, like... If he ran away upset, like, fucking stomped out of there and hit a referee or something... You know, that could have been old Austin, but I feel like they're already thinking about maybe Austin's going to be a little bit different coming up here. Yeah. So, Josh, Yo. what out of 10 what's do you give this match? Ooh.
0: Nine out of 10 near sharpshooter pops from the crowd.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 and
0: yeah. Does he even lock? Just he tickling barely, the dick. He barely locks in the sharpshooter at all in this match.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He comes close. And once he comes close, that fucking crowd goes, ah! <laughs> like, I think he sits in it once and he grabs the ropes? Yeah. Like, that's barely it. Barely, yeah. That's it. That's it.
0: It's, I like the match. Builds on the dangerous character that mm. is Austin. Builds on Brett being the consummate uh, white hat uh, superhero type that he Now is.
1: done with being a cowboy on TV. <laughs> He continues to be a cowboy in the ring. Those are good episodes. <laughs> hey, there was at least one good episode in what feels like the 400 we it didn't watched. Drive us crazy reviewing
0: them, but uh, it was it yeah. was good enough. Uh, but it builds it builds on their impending feud.
1: Yeah, because after yeah.
0: They, they do that they do which we in previous episode we covered their fatal four way. That's the mm-hmm. but the the last and only time they meet up one on ones. Uh, WrestleMania 13. Yes, and that's it. Yes, and it's bye bye uh, Brett. And then yeah, bye
1: bye brett um for for anything that matters really for all of this yeah by the time he comes back it's again another generation of wrestlers um yeah fuck this is a good one um before i give mine this is a wrestlemania 13 any thoughts uh which you prefer 13's the better one everyone knows that
0: <laughs> yeah. don't be a fool <laughs> i
1: i used to say otherwise but i don't know i feel like the the finish is just so good in 13 you know it's hard it's to... it's it's,
0: it's... It's what people it's what other modern wrestlers now look towards as fucking oh, sure. textbook storytelling. Like you
1: know, like I know who was it? I think it's Cody Rhodes at like the Nightmare Factory. He, he makes people watch that match like <laughs> for good a, fucking it's a reason. It's the one people do as like a way to kind of explain how you can do For a good fucking you know, reason. How you can do multiple things without stepping on anybody's toes in a way. Thirteen's the
0: showcase. Uh, and the, the book end of their of their feud, obviously, but it's, I like I like this match too because- So are you telling
1: it. us, again, don't, spoiler alert for the one day we actually do this match, are you telling us that you think WrestleMania 13 is a 10 out of 10? I can either confirm or deny. Oh, <laughs> the tension. I can't wait, I can't wait. That's good enough. That's good enough for me. Gonna, you're you're going to make me call my lawyer like on this. <laughs> um, I am going to side with you on this one. It's, you know, it's funny. Maybe it's because WrestleMania 13 is so good that these two in this match, it it almost feels below other matches that I like because those ones shocked me of how much I like them. But mm-hmm. again... Um, this one, to some degree, even as good as it is, I'm still thinking of WrestleMania 13. I will go with you. I think this is a 9 out of 10 match. 9 out of 10 what? Let's say fucking 1996 <laughs> pro wrestling fan mark signs that were dumb and made no fucking sense. <laughs> uh, Hitman 360. Sorry, that's not my best vote, but yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. go with that one. Yeah. I'd like,
0: like to mention that this Survivor Series 1996 was brought to you by Milton Bradley's Karate Karate Fighters. Fighters.
1: <laughs> Which, again, somehow turns out to be the best fucking pay-per-view sponsor <laughs> in the history of uh, pro wrestling.
0: Uh, we're, we're forgetting Stridex for all those pre yeah, fans. Yeah, Stridex is good.
1: That's true. Can't forget Stridex, things. what they've done for us. Remember those pads? The kids still use those? Probably not. I, dude, I was using Oxypads up until like yeah. my late 20s. Right? All these people are <laughs> using... Uh, these chemical exfoliants now. So whenever you see these people on TV and shit, their face looks like they just got out of a fire. Like it's all <laughs> <Yeah>. glassy. <laughs> you know? You they know? look like and everyone's replicants. everyone's got their <laughs> fucking lips done, so everything's folding back. Everyone kind of looks like a sex doll a little bit. Uh, they fucking look like a replicant. They look like a replicant from fucking Blade Runner, man. I Skin job. <laughs> just watched the second Venom movie. Have you seen any? I never watched the first one. I've never I haven't it's seen two. It's fucking terrible. I, I've so sort of um, heard but How like do you fuck definitely that up? entertaining. Very entertaining. How do you fuck
0: that up. Woody Harrelson Couple. as Cletus Cassidy know. It seems
1: like good car- casting. That's perfect well, they, casting. One, they give him a girlfriend, which is a weird, weird move. Um, is she a symbiote? No, she has an unexplained uh superpower. She does the banshee scream. They never explain why or where it comes from. He's known her since she was a child. They were both children. He never had powers <laughs> until he was an adult. She always had this power. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It was, uh, again, never explained. Um, but Tom Hardy's fucking lips in that, he's got fucking dick-sucking lips. He's got so much filler in his lips, they are curling right back to really? a point where he tries to emote, and he looks like he's, like, trying to make duck face. Like... I never noticed that until now. Oh, check it out. He's rolled right back like a fucking drag queen. It's great. It's great. He could fucking run for drag race and win. He's just, also, he's Not a guy. that five o'clock shadow. I will say, usually, really muscly guys don't make great drag queens from my personal experience. But. Personal experience. I think he could pull it off. I don't got to answer you. You heard me. Personal Jesus. experience.
0: Does last year's WrestleMania in a in a hell of a, uh, a bout with Kevin Owens. Probably my favorite match at WrestleMania mm. last year. Rumor is he ain't showing up for this year's WrestleMania. They offered him apparently all kinds of money, and they offered him Roman, Reigns, sure. and maybe even a title match. And he said no. And I want to know why. If, if in fact, that rumor is still holding true, I'm adhering to the, to the theory that he's... I think he's letting out because he wants Cody to win. I think this is more like a sign of respect to Dusty Rhodes.
1: Mm, I don't know. This makes sense. I feel like if it was a sign of respect for Dusty Rhodes, he'd do the fucking job. Because Dusty Rhodes wanted people to do work and put other people over yeah, this whole thing.
0: I, I get that, but I don't it's a sign.
1: So what? So why wouldn't he still come out and back up somebody else, even if they lost, right? You know what I mean? You would have You would have said yes to something. Obviously, I, last year. Really. I don't think it's a Per, I am gonna guess it's not a, a a deeply held thought. I think he's just a guy who's like, I don't fucking, you know, how much money do you need to some degree? I think he doesn't feel it's necessarily worth it in the grand scheme of things. And you know, I don't know. We'll see. Apparently, The Rock ain't gonna make it. There's a bunch of people who just Looking are good. leaving. uh Leaving. Hunter on red.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just I found it. I found it kind of strikingly weird because considering all the fanfare he got from yeah. last
1: year, yeah,
0: wouldn't yeah, yeah. you want like another cool return match? But Think so. I think everyone's waiting for 40. I think
1: <laughs> I think to some degree, yeah. Maybe the money is good enough, but not great. Yeah. And maybe it's the kind of thing where it's like, you gotta pay me more than you did last time. Otherwise, I'm, just, I'm not gonna fucking bother. I don't care. Yeah, they probably slid him
0: the same check. I Degrassi. Yeah. Um on with the show. Moving
1: right along here, before we get started, y- yes, I'm sure I did in the intro, said something about this. We are gonna talk about Chris Benoit. <laughs> I just it's I think it's worth mentioning that, you know, this isn't an endorsement of Chris Benoit, but at the same time, I don't wanna be like, fuck that guy because his, his brain was caved in. You know, I want people to be assured our goal here is not to make Chris Law look like a good guy, but we are going to talk about this match because it's important to Josh. Um, <laughs> and again, at Joshie drama he's a grown a grown man and that is his instagram account you
0: say you're not worried about backlash you're throwing me under the
1: bus yeah yeah send all complaints care of at Joshie drama on instagram come get it um come get it you have a private account you pussy okay what interests me about this match is the production of it it's fucking shit in the best wcw ways (laughs) taking place in toronto it is november 21st 1999 of note last match that we just talked about was november 17th 1996 so once again this is like the third or fourth time we reviewed two matches and they both happened like within the same month but several years apart um i don't know i maybe <laughs> november's we just, a
0: hot year yeah. a hot month for wrestling it's
1: true it's not wrong I mean, <laughs> those might have been november i can't remember um but this one is interesting in that they've already had the Owen Hart tribute match. Owen yep. passes away in in May, was it? End of April. End of April, and these guys are going at it here in November. So they've already had their famous match back in the same arena where was that on a Nitro or a Thunder? I want to say it was actually a Nitro, but I'm not sure. Um, but I know they did like the tribute celebration match. of Owen kind of thing. Um, this match, of course, has got nothing but Toronto fans. So it's the best <laughs> and the worst Canada has to offer. Um, We got so much garbage being thrown we got all sorts of ridiculous shit. Telling, we get telling those of the long the walkouts. We get to see Benoit come from like way in the back. As Benoit is walking out, there's about eight fake security guys sitting there in their t-shirts. Kind of <laughs> like the way AEW does it now. These guys are all in t-shirts, so you can tell they're just like some fucking randos. Right, yeah, and they're just standing around oddly, just by Gorilla for some reason. And okay, so Chris Benoit goes out, and then Brett goes out, and I, both of their fucking songs are the worst. WCW the worst song. You couldn't tell the difference.
0: You couldn't tell if you put both those songs in. And been like, which one is for which guy? You couldn't tell the difference.
1: Only thing they ever paid for was Voodoo Child. Is the only thing they ever fucking paid for, as far as music something goes. Something else too, but sure. Uh, fucking the Scorpio song. Here comes Scorpio. <laughs> Remember that one from the '90s? <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, fuck, was that's great. a good song. <laughs> I just always wanted two cool Scorpio to come to my school or like my neighborhood. But,
0: uh... Give Give me a 450 splash. <laughs>
1: yeah, please. <laughs> So they both come out, and they, there's a real sell here by the uh commentary team. Uh, we got Bobby and Tony, and uh, was Mike Tanay here? No. no, they're trying very hard to let you to remind you that both of these guys are Canadian, one is from Edmonton, one is from Toronto, and Bobby, had, I think, one oh, is from Edmonton, they're in Toronto. No, one's from Edmonton, one's from Calgary, yeah. and they're fighting in Toronto.
0: Uh, I like to point out that this tournament that they're finishing is was part of a 32 man tournament
1: that took place over like a month so they probably had matches every fucking week Unreal. and like and this is at a time this is 1999 so this is going to be at a time where they continually switch yeah, title belt holders com- un- until
0: until the fucking demise of the company until Booker T
1: had it. Bottom line, this is a Bret Hart versus Chris Benoit match. It is crisp in a lot of ways. It looks pretty tight. The most obnoxious thing for me is there are enough run-ins in this relatively One, two, short match. Three, 4 15, maybe 20-minute long match. There are four separate guys who are not in this match who show up.
0: Four men interfering signifying nothing. Typically, we- when you get a run-in... In a match, it's supposed to affect so, the outcome of the match.
1: We've got some roughly crisp wrestling, yeah. and we have some regular intervals of interference here, so much so that we even get a, a split camera. We get a camera and camera. What's going
0: on backstage? So we can
1: see <laughs> the stupid bullshit happening backstage from the previous run-in.
0: Oh fuck! We get we get two refs. They knock yeah. out uh, Little Nate. Oh, did they? They did. Scott too. Hall beats up Little Nate, and then another they guy. Keep doing over. that.
1: Oh, they did that with fucking Brett and uh, and Goldberg. Yep. For the USA title was it? Or was yep. it this yeah, one? Yeah, I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. Fucking nonsense. Well, let's start with the first run-in. Yeah, Who could please. it be? So, no, it's Captain Canada. <laughs> uh, a guy jumps the barricade. He's wearing a Canadian hockey team uh, yeah, jersey, team like the national G. jersey. Yeah. He is wearing a Blue Jays cap, of course. So it's a blue cap and a red jersey. He's got, he's holding a flag on a pole, like a giant one. And he's got his face painted white with a maple leaf in the middle of it. Clearly an actual fan and not some plant, right? The Iceman cometh. Yes. Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko jumps in to remind us he is not a fan of Chris Benoit. <laughs> and uh, then he is slowly escorted to the back, like, Rawr. and he's like, fine. And he just like walks away, gets his paycheck, probably goes home and takes a nap.
0: And then you get a lot of you got a lot of chain wrestling here. yeah, got a lot of back and forth, a lot of giving. To, to wait for, and here they come, the out, the NWO outsiders.
1: Okay, this is a good one, too, because they're shooting them approach the uh, the ring, but yeah. they are trying to time their interaction with the ref's <laughs> attempt at yeah. a pin. Their goal is to pull them out. There's a bit of a miscue here. They yeah. missed the pulling them out. They still don't get the pin, which is good, and then they grab... By they, I mean Scott Hall grabs Little Nash and pulls him out as Kevin Nash is finally yep. making his way there.
0: Uh trying to yeah, he gets a steel chair, brings in a steel
1: chair. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um
0: and then they beat up on Little Nage and then uh they start attacking
1: Benoit, Benoit initially Benoit. And Brett is like still at the stage of like, is he a good guy, is he a bad guy, right? So the turns on Scott Hall. You can't tell. Yeah, he tries, yeah. He gives him a gives him the old reverse atomic drop, as they <laughs> called it in the last one. Or is that what Vince called it in the last match? A reverse or he's <laughs> like, no,
0: inverted atomic drop. Was yeah, like, that was so fool. fucking
1: dumb. Oh. <laughs> so then as they're interfering and you know trying to change the course of the match, who shows up but everyone's favorite hero, Goldberg.
0: Brett's best friend.
1: <laughs> Brett's best friend in the world. <laughs> here to stop this travesty so this match can continue. Uh,
0: and he gets a piece of business. He's getting a little bit of business against the outsiders who he's they, got a lot of beef with.
1: And I, they get separated at some point. Not like a pull apart. Oh, we do get... This is when we get the security guys coming out, isn't yeah. it? Then they get separated. And then the outsiders are walking up the ramp. And then again, the camera catches the outsiders. And they're waiting at the top of the ramp because Goldberg's <laughs> too far behind. Because they're supposed to brawl to the back. Yeah. So when he finally makes it to the top of the ramp and they're like almost at the door, it's like, oh, no, Goldberg. (laughs) And then they brawl to the back and then they cut to a split screen screen. so we can see. Again, it's not even picture in picture. They cut to a split screen so we can equally see both the actual match, which, I again, is the final match of a 32 man tournament for the fucking (laughs) title. title. And then three Yahoo's slapping each other really (laughs) slowly in the back.
0: And, yeah, and, and all the aforementioned uh, yeah. security guards.
1: <laughs> Who apparently just stood there while everybody else ran out at different times. And then we're like, oh, shit, I guess you should probably do something about that. <laughs> Fucking the filming of this. That like... must
0: be so important to see what's going on with Goldberg.
1: And the right. Insiders. Right. They Again. It had to be there. There is this, like... This... <sighs> It's so funny watching the way that they film WCW pay-per-views because you really figure out that they have no idea what their stars are, what the fans care about. They don't. They Not care about at all. garbage. That's what they do.
0: They care about oh, throwing garbage.
1: These fans are constantly, like, throwing full pops. Chris Benoit is covered in fucking, like, 7-Up by the end of this match.
0: Doing your province, your hometown, your home province poorly, I might say. Disgusting. That would never happen in Alberta.
1: Oh, it absolutely would. These people are filthy. See the things people throw from the cars here.
0: Jesus, you're heel-turned.
1: Like a trailer hitch. Maybe that was at me specifically. I don't know.
0: It probably was. Who knows? Where's this guy driving from, Ontario?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've been here over 10 years. I've still got Ontario plates. I just go back because fuck this province. I'm not giving you my taxes.
0: Back to the match. <laughs> yeah. that, that's all we could really give out because it's it's a series of chain wrestling, really good chain wrestling. Yeah. But again, back and forth, and who's going to... All gonna... these
1: breaks, though, Yeah, totally disrupt it Rough because the these are two guys that try to, historically, and in their previous bouts, yeah, right. try to build a thing and show you, like, this is why this match went this way. There's a story. There's a narrative being portrayed, but uh, fucking... Tweedledee and Tweedledum break it up, (laughs) only get attacked by Baby Huey.
0: It's not Tweedledee and Tweedledum. It's uh, the big man and the medium sized man. (laughs) He
1: is definitely not a medium. He's a big man. That's (laughs) the funny fucking thing. He's a giant man. When he was
0: wrestling in AWA, he was big Scott Hall.
1: Hall, yeah. The Diamond Stud. They used to portray him as like a super athlete and stuff, too. Do you ever see any of those fucking. Back when he's the AWA, there's all like these magazine articles of him like running these fake like record-breaking laps <laughs> I never and knew shit. That, no. Yeah, but it's all this shit where it's like this guy hasn't done a day of cardio in his fucking life. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. So there's a couple fits and starts here where I almost feel like a match is going to happen. It does. It but does. in that WCWA, it never really gets. It feels like because of the, the run-ins, it feels like three separate five-minute matches.
0: Yeah, it does. It's supposed to be a technical showcase. One of the the things juxtaposition juxtaposing both these uh, the previous match with Austin and this one, Austin has like no fucking respect for Brett like constantly. Remember they blur out the the double birds. Double birds. Not in the this pay per view by karate fighters. Uh, but in this one they have nothing because they know each other. They have nothing but respect and. Uh, admiration for one another
1: brought to like, you I'm... by ea the home of family entertainment <laughs>
0: brought you by w- the video game wcw, perfect, a- yeah, w- a- WCW man perfect game no everyone's favorite sucks,
1: wcw <laughs> game
0: it's less worse than wcw backstage assault
1: oh yeah but that's really saying so little it's it's an insult <laughs> yeah, it's a just by who you're comparing it to
0: but it, it's, it's both of them trying to get off the uh their patented finisher sharpshooter for brett uh crossface for Funny Yeah. your your interpretation of a drunken Bobby Heenan. You he keep
1: saying he's like that's that's the move is gonna get him his payday, his pay dirt, yeah. something about getting paid. And then fucking <laughs> like, what? And, but to be fair, even and Tony was drunk. Tony comes out at one point and starts talking about pull-aparts. And it's like, don't fucking say the wrestle words, Tony, you <laughs> fucking goober. Yeah, it's it's a real meh kind of affair between two of the best at that time in that company. Two of the- yeah, the it finishes on a standard, frankly, sharpshooter. Sharp middle of the ring. Real taps. quick. Yeah. Real quick tap. And uh, we're out of there. They probably ate up all that fucking time with yeah, all that other gotta, bullshit. We got to get out of this
0: pay-per-view, guys. So <laughs> Jesus.
1: anything you want to add before we tell these people what we really think?
0: Is this their final match? Got to be,
1: right? I, it, it's getting close to it because we're at the end of 1999. Has uh,
0: Brett already gotten his concussion yet?
1: That, uh, coming up. according to the internet, is at Starcade on December 19th.
0: Oh, we're a fucking month away. So we're
1: a month away from that uh, supposed incident. Supposed. That incident. <laughs> supposed. That supposed <laughs> kick to the face that we never reviewed <laughs> or talked about. And I've never Brett seen it. Brett wouldn't so. be that
0: mad at a person if it supposedly happened. <laughs> I don't know. According to some
1: people. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but we do not question the will of Brett. Brett yeah. is always right.
0: Brett it's is right. law.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Josh, Yo. what out of ten? What's do you give this match?
0: Five, five out of ten. Uh, uh, pieces of, of garbage. <laughs> yeah, thrown from the cheap
1: sheets of yeah. the Air Canada Center.
0: Comp seats. Nobody paid a fucking oh. lickle dime
1: Just for those like, seats at the Air Canada Center. And like the crowd looks even dumber than a usual WCW crowd. <laughs> like it looks like an ECW crowd. Like you could. Yeah, one guy had like a Sabu and Heyman
0: is God sign. Because they were making they a lot were making of guys in t-shirts there. with necklaces.
1: You know what I mean, like gold necklaces. I saw a few of those. Fucking does not bode well for the intelligence. <laughs> um, So you're saying five out of ten? Yeah, five. I out think of 10, that's pretty fair.
0: Five out of ten uh,
1: garbages. Garbages. <laughs> you heard it here, for, folks. From, from the GTA. <laughs> um, Yeah, this match was wild, and I do get your. Your instinct to try and rate it higher because of the two performers the in technical prowess, and their abilities and the little bits that we saw didn't totally suck. Yeah, it's but such a whatever match. As a match, whatever. I think, um, yeah, I think five is frankly friendly. I'm going to give it a four out of ten. I feel like this is a match where the booking fucking killed the whole thing. Whole thing was killed yeah, by what really it didn't garbage to, booking. He'd be, be losing that title anyways. Exactly. Right. It, no one was holding it for a while. They just wanted to get Bret Hart the heavyweight title hey, in a it, Canadian city. It was, and it was contractually obligated. Payday, yeah. So I am going to give this match four out of ten. Four out of ten um, receding Dean Malenko haircuts.
0: <laughs> He's still got his hair.
1: Yeah, that fucking widow's peak, though. That yeah. guy, he probably has had that widow's peak since he was three years old. I like,
0: <laughs> was born. He was born into it. <laughs> exactly.
1: So this match is like, it's not good. It's two people who are technically proficient wrestlers who are usually good at telling a story. Given that classic late WCW convoluted mess to work with, yeah. leaving a situation where the camera keeps going off of them to show other people, often at times when they probably shouldn't be. Four out of ten is being un- polite yeah. still, It's completely
0: unnecessary to show any of that because it am- literally amounted to nothing. Did fucking Scott Hall even, Scott Hall looked like he was in his wrestling gear, so I'm assuming he wrestled that night. Goldberg probably too. Kevin Nash wearing fucking Tommy Hilfiger jeans. like Garbage. Everyone's just hanging out.
1: <laughs> well, moving on from that pile of horse shit. Uh, Josh, we watched the Royal Rumble uh, this year.
0: I even made notes in my black book.
1: You know what, it's like the first time in three years I think I watched the Royal Rumble.
0: Oh you watched you didn't did not watch, watch it, with it me last year. Not
1: last year for sure. No. And I think the year before that I might have watched it at home with friends, like my my roommate I think. I think I made Marilyn watch it. Pretty sure.
0: Fuck, I can't I can't remember I was but, drinking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's fair.
0: But, but no, uh, you and I have watched a
1: couple of it Rumbles was together. Weird. Oh yeah, more than a couple yeah. really. And this was interesting. I mean, in retrospect, I, I honestly liked some of it more in retrospect, but even at the time, it just felt like such a big mess. What's your takeaway? We'll start uh, What's it with the Rumble as a whole. Anything if you want to talk about the Rumble's matches? I was the pay-per-view expecting, itself?
0: I was, let's paint the picture. For the for the people. Oh yeah. We're the we're the only ones in the little room at the pint downtown.
1: The pint in downtown Edmonton, Alberta. Yeah. Uh we're
0: the only ones there. No in, one
1: in, is there. In the back it's room. A, especially shitty day. It just had the winds <laughs> oh, have been really so bad cool. and it's like minus. I to take an Uber. It was yeah, real bad.
0: Sharon told me, he's like, don't yeah, you She's don't like, walk do you have
1: it. any bus tickets? I was like, no. Yeah, you're blocks away from that place. I, yeah. I
0: typically walk
1: there. Yeah. And I'm like Sharon's like, take the Uber. And I'm like, horrible. okay. So the place is like, you know, it's like a lot of downtown bars. It's got a fair bit of space. It's got multiple rooms. There is literally, when I get there, there is one table with a couple people at it with the Oilers jerseys on. Yeah, I guess games, gonna, games later on. Yeah, games coming on and this isn't too far from yeah. uh, from the arena. And then often one of the, in the larger side room is Josh sitting there by himself watching. I think it's like golf or whatever is on before the match starts. <laughs>
0: reading a comic book. Yeah.
1: What were you reading?
0: Uh, Doomsday Clock.
1: Oh, how was it? Shitty. Shitty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shitty. Yeah. I, <laughs> so Josh is sitting there reading his comic book, and yeah, the place is fucking dead for almost the entirety of the, the yeah up here.
0: until up until like the hockey game gets on. That's not that didn't start until about eight o'clock.
1: And even still, there was only a couple tables.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we we're in the back room there, and uh, well, when I get there first, I, I met with uh, very, as kind as they can be, Gen Z. Uh, Young folk, Josh young folk. gets
1: very uncomfortable around strangers in general, let alone young ones.
0: <laughs> it's social anxiety, and I, I appreciate you not
1: to uh, mock it. <laughs> well, I just love how it always displays his rage. <laughs> like, you're not scared, you're just mad at people for existing.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, they were born. That's their problem. But, like, I, I was met with such indifference. I was like, oh, uh, where are you guys showing? I get there, ask asked the bartender, I was like, uh where are you guys showing Royal Rumble? he's like, oh, in the back room. I was like, oh, can I get the TV on?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: and it was like, they looked at me like they I were... had three heads. And I'm like, well, what the fuck?
1: This like... was also the room, like, by the time we're standing up with our jackets on watching the finish of the show, they're fucking half-packed up the the main room They'd... because all the all the young sweaty, because this is Alberta, 18, 19-year-olds are here legally drinking. Oh, my and God. And they're just fucking stinking. Oh, they stunk. Stinking it's up the stunk. main room. <laughs> Like totally, it's like a gym class, like a third, like a like a tenth grade gym class did, walked in. Did Gen
0: Z forget about
1: deodorant? Is that like Holy a fucking? Shit.
0: Is that does that trend on Twitter for them to uh, not wear deodorant? scared
1: of the aluminum or like the baking soda hurts their their skin or oh, something. Oh my
0: god, know. it, it stunk to high heaven. I was like, I don't know. How, it was cold. Remember was, how cold it was? It was
1: fucking horrendous. Um, we had a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, back to the rumble. uh there, there are certain tropes now I find with the Rumble in mm. modern, modern Rumbles. In the last, like I don't want to say ten, I want to say like seven years, the number three spot's always like the, the the debut of somebody.
1: Pointless stats being fucking rifled off at you. Uh,
0: the re- the reemergence of your old favorite wrestlers. Yeah, who does non-active.
1: like one thing eliminates a bunch of guys who pr- it probably doesn't help at all, and then it's gone. And in hindsight. None of that happened. Are you saying no one? Booker T is no one's favorite, John. (laughs) To to whom? Right? (laughs) Only to him. I also want to put out Booker T has his fucking, like, he's in great shape for a guy. He's like, what, 400 years old? Something (laughs) impressive. He's very old. Right of Harlem, New York? He's got his, not from Harlem at all, which is my favorite part about him. He's got. That's not. But that's because they were, da-
0: they were in, they uh, were
1: in Texas. Yeah, Texas. He had to come out. He's but, got his shorts pulled up so high. They're like I Dream a Genie. They're like over his belly button. Like Taylor Swift. This is so, a family pay per view. Fuck yeah! You don't want to see none of that. <laughs> it's so fucking funny to me.
0: What I'm trying to say is, in hindsight, they should. Cody Rhodes should not have announced his
1: arrival. Yeah. What it, the fuck? They shouldn't have done it. Have him come in at 30th. Boom. Because that hit was it at 30. That was cool. It was good. Yeah. I'm not mad. He he won. Gunther, which I guess we have to fucking call him now. Had <laughs> i can call him Walter Gunther. Walter Gunther, whatever. He had a great fucking showing. He looks yeah. like a million he dollars. Cane. He was the cane. He was the cane of this fucking Royal R- Rumble. He, he currently, he got the record for longest time. It worked out to like 72 minutes or something. Yeah, he just was over in that. There. Yeah. He was in there forever. He started the match. Yeah. They had one thing I appreciated about this one was they had a ton of big dudes. Like really, really big guys. It was, really it was guys. the beef rumble. Mid-tier rumble. I'm trying to think that Logan Paul... This is a funny one for me. Because people on the internet seem to like it, but there's a spot with Ricochet and Logan Paul where they both like, I'll get you. Coast to coast. And they both, yeah, coast to coast off of the, the, of the, ropes, the rope. Either side, either side
0: of the and ring. And then they and just clank together.
1: And, yeah. But boys, what was the plan? Like, what was the goal? In a, in a best case scenario, what happened? <sighs> like, I don't understand the point of it. It, it doesn't make because, any sense to me. It was because
0: me. nothing else happened other than the surprise... Uh, dump out of but like of, of yeah, Brock. Yeah, yeah. Hold, on, hold on. The surprise turn out of Brock. And then Kofi didn't do anything either. Yeah, that's was, that's that's they the had trope, Kofi. Right?
1: Yeah, and there was also no Dolph. Yeah. It's just hilarious not have a Dolph Ziggler. Not hilarious, but just like it was you noticed it. You called it at one point. You're like, is Dolph Ziggler even been in this match yet? And yeah, it's like oh fuck, that's a good one. And point. then
0: uh friend of the show, uh Jeremy had to remind me that AJ Styles is injured. Oh, yeah. Because he was so the number three spot, well. right? When he made his debut yeah. in the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't, there was no big number three debut. You always expect that.
1: Uh, I think the setup of the stage was a little weird, too. They had this big winding uh, It was an L. It came out in an yeah. L. And so it led to a lot of people just jogging to get eliminated. Yeah, uh, Just running for that ring. and you yell at the TV, don't run. run. You're going to get gassed. Yeah. <laughs> don't just run rock. to that ring. It, it, you don't have to run. Whenever you get there, you it's get to get there. Fam, we know that. It's not a real 30 seconds. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> in a fucking idiots so in the end um cody rhodes comes in at 30 and triumphantly at the best position possible wins the royal rumble Um, who would have thunk it in his home state i'm happy for him and i'm sure whatever he does at wrestlemania he'll cry about Um, so good for him you don't like him eh i like cody rhodes i just think i think he's gotten a little bit of an Easy fan reception. Like he's worked hard, don't get me wrong, but he's got a little easier of a fan reception than I think he necessarily deserves coming back. People are talking about him like he's a conquering hero, but these are the same people Everyone that anything. hated AEW to begin yeah. with, too. Like yeah. this meme kept going around where it's a picture of uh Stardust, right? It was his previous gimmick. Yep. Picture of that, and like young Gunther when he is just wrestling in Europe. He looks like Augustus Gloop. Yeah. <laughs> With like his,
0: What did I say? He looks like one of the monsters Willy Wonka mentions that eats is, the Oompa Loompas that exactly. he saved.
1: He's a very he big boy. looks like a boy, like, uh, Yeah.
0: <laughs> Snoz Wangler.
1: Yeah, Snaz Wangler. We'll go with that one. And uh, so those are your final two. But uh, these are two guys who worked really hard and have completely changed everything about themselves multiple times no. to, to reach this point. And good for them both. And there were some good moments in it. And I do like the fact that there was uh, like a big e-book and a lot of big, meaty men Slap beef. I uh, yeah, it was that was a fun way to start yeah, it. it beefy but, rumble, but does lead to that weird thing where you get a lot of big guys who get eliminated fairly early. You know, so it's a lot of it's like like Karen Cross. There's a bunch of people who got in who got out pretty quickly <laughs> and just like why well, was not necessarily expected. Drew, that. Sheamus, Bobby yeah. Lashley. Well, no, they 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 those guys stuck around in there. It's yeah. it's payday, Brock baby. Uh. What Brock shows fuck? up, smiles, gets fuck? in, gets out with his big Has old a tantrum. HG, that giant HGH gut of his. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh Remember, he God. gets eliminated by Lashley, and then um, and
0: then pulls a tantrum, and, like throws shit into the ring. Since, I'm like, whatever.
1: Since we're only half talking about it, anyways, we're not gonna go over everything. Oh Let's yeah. Also, yeah. quickly talk about the women's. We had uh what's fucking Chelsea, um, Chelsea Green. Green. Makes her triumphant return and immediately gets eliminated. If I'm not mistaken, she's the quickest woman ever eliminated yeah. from a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, Good for her, I guess. Welcome back, Chelsea. Um, I wonder because like seeing because at first I was like, oh, she's back, and then I was like, oh, is it just for the day? Like, is she not? She didn't sign. A <laughs> I contract? I believe her.
0: The 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 run on run on the street was that she's back for good now. Good. Because Without she should be Zack Ryder, Matt yeah. Cardona. Yeah.
1: He's still doing his thing and contract wasn't. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so that happens. And of course, Rhea Ripley ends up winning the thing. Two time. Two time. Um she is up there with anybody they have when it comes to like TV fan ready. She, she looks good. legit. She looks good. She when she eliminates people, it looks good. When she does anything, it looks real. Yeah. As, as real as, you know, the fake world of pro wrestling can be. Yeah. Uh I really thought Asuka was gonna win yeah. two time as well. We had Beth Phoenix show up in her entire sorry to interrupt, but I just don't want to forget this. <laughs> Beth Phoenix showed up, I think it was during the men's actually. Yeah, to um, help out Edge. Help out Edge. And she was in like full gear and I had her hair done in a way where I was like, is she going in the ring? Is <laughs> yeah, gonna, she wrestling like too? I don't know. Did I miss something? Does she she was she in the rumble? No, she wasn't. She got, that's always one of my favorite things when somebody gets dressed up to do a run-in. Yeah, (laughs) why? Get the fuck out of here. Wear your street clothes. Yeah, you can put your hair in a ponytail. People will know it's you. Pretend, pretend this is a legitimate thing. The women's felt more disjointed to me. They were both very disjointed. I don't think the women's was particularly worse um, I, just, I don't know. The Royal clear, Rumble is so fucking garbage. It's a clear case
0: too of uh, the fans not knowing who the fucks yeah. in the ring, yes, and people not watching the product because yes. nobody fucking popped for any of these NXT call You've ups. Also,
1: got of course the curse of the the big open stadium, right? These giant places, it's hard to hear. Some matches, of course, like fucking that fucking Mountain Dew pitch black match was fucking hilarious oh my god i still don't so know
0: what happened they
1: turn off all the lights everything is under black light and they have black light ropes and they got they put fucking uh Look yellow like, confetti like like neon confetti on, and on stuff. ringside there yeah. yeah on the table Didn't when, make any when they fucking go through the sense, table went, some convoluted bullshit where captain howdy or whatever his fucking name is Uncle howdy who gives a shit probably makes, Dallas. yeah cannot confirm the guy. The Dallas-ness. Um, uh, is involved in a spot where he's supposed to like he pushes LA Knight off of a thing he's supposed to jump off the high thing and land on LA Knight completely Jeez. fucking misses him not even uh, close Looked like a fucking Ed's Rec Room Global on a Friday night yeah. I just kept saying this is Rock and ball, man this is <laughs> Rock and <ball." laughs> I And don't, uh, I don't know what the fuck that and I, was and I do love that WWE can now refer to Bray Wyatt as both the youngest and oldest person to ever win a Mountain Dew <laughs> A uh, pitch black match. I was going to call it Code Red. <laughs> Code Red match. That's next. I got one friend of mine, Braden,
0: big into Mountain Dew. He's got some, like, he's, <laughs> no, 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 hold on. Hold the fucking phone. Before he even guff this is the part where you he guff. He's got, like, limited edition Mountain Dew that Mountain Dew mailed him. He won a contest and got all this, like, it's in a case. The
1: Mountain Dew mark. Yeah. Wow. I, I was going
0: to ask you because, uh, cuz uh they brought out this new Mountain Dew Black, Pitch Black. Have you had it yet? No. No, no. You're not a Mountain Dew guy?
1: Not usually, no. But I'm not necessarily hilariously against like seriously against it, but just like it's it's not my go-to. Definitely. I hate it. It's no Dr. Pepper. I I want a pop that's got a PhD. I want at least eight years of school, not some moonshine ripoff. I really thought Oscar was gonna win.
0: She had that cool reveal. Oh, she looks so great
1: doing. She looked like like
0: Joker Sting.
1: People were calling for like dark doc. I can't speak. Dark, dark Oscar, i.e., kind of like a callback to her original gimmick in Japan or back in her early days at Joker least. Joker sting. She's or like she, more yeah. more
0: to Joker sting. Yeah, I don't. My <laughs> favorite sting. I think it comes
1: off a little bit better than Joker sting, frankly. <laughs> uh, well, that has to do with writing. But she definitely does feel like you know, a bad guy in a Persona video game or something. Like, there's a big vibe.
0: She looked bitchy though. And she
1: looked good. The makeup looked good. Yeah. She moved really well. Great to have her back. The women's had a really good finish, too. Yeah. You got the
0: fucking Blue Mist. Liv Morgan giving it up. Her yeah. Mid- good to have Liv Morgan looking good, too. Yeah. Crowd seemed
1: to be yeah. happy that she was there. Which is
0: funny, too, because she talks... I think she talks about her first Rumble, one of the first Rumbles she was in, and she was eliminated, like, super fucking quick. And she was, like, one of the Iron Women of... Yeah, yeah this one. Was, It was her... Good it was her. Liv and Ripley that came up one and two. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And she they was had looking, another like, looking pretty good. And like, I hope she gets the title back. I hope she has some kind of a run from this. Some kind of run. Because that's the thing. There's often in rumbles where it feels like they're ma- they are making pushes, but you know a month or two later it doesn't feel yeah, like that anymore. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I I definitely those are people who I think the company should continue to push. Uh, I think Rhea Ripley's on top of the world. You know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. We, um, She's my mommy, right. mammy, mammy. You couldn't afford
0: it.
1: <laughs> We've got uh, She's going,
0: uh, one last thing. She's going after uh Charlotte Flair. Yeah, of course. For the SmackDown that, Women's
1: title. Uh yeah, that's gonna be the match. Uh WrestleMania match, I believe, right? You. The final match was interesting. Um, this is the one where you had uh Roman Range, the head of the table, versus um Tribal Chief. Whatever, he's both of those things. <laughs> How many nicknames do I have to name, Josh? Big dog. It's not like it's a different game. <laughs> But yeah, we don't do Big Dog anymore. A former hound of justice sucker in tag. <laughs> oh, God. Royal Rumble's okay, but just okay. It, uh... I don't know. I guess I keep getting excited about the WWE because there keeps being these moments. Well, this is the precursor to this is the road
0: the road to WrestleMania starts yeah. a Royal Rumble, right? Sure.
1: And like, but you want every pay per view to matter in some way. Yeah. And like, yeah, but like, I think if anything, that can also be a hindrance, right? Because they're trying to set things up. However, the last match was quite good. Uh, you've got Roman Reigns and and um, Kevin, Owens. Kevin Owens facing off. Sami Zayn is basically the the torn ex lover. He's got like. Almost, <laughs> He's, He's the Elizabeth. third man in. He's Miss Elizabeth <laughs> <laughs> during this whole oh, match. Really. That's what this fucking is. He's out there. And Kevin Owens has lust in his Death eyes. <laughs> lust in your eyes. They uh. So long story short, we're not going to go over the whole thing, but they furthered that storyline, and it leads to Sammy hitting um, Roman pulling a Seth with Rollins a chair. <laughs> <laughs> they both get the crap kicked out of them for this. Um, eventually. Jay Uso has too much, yeah. and he leaves. He's pissed off about the situation. He's always been the one most supportive of yeah. Sammy, I guess you can he's call him. He's Sammy's it. best friend in that whole deal. Um, and there was a leak of the chair that they're using for elim- like the, the fan chairs for Elimination mm. Chamber, and it's got a picture of Sammy uh, Zane on it. My thought— <laughs>
0: Looking like he's trapped in a glass cage of emotion. <laughs> I, I would
1: love Jay to be in there, too, but I don't know if he's going to be. Negative.
0: There's going to be three elimination chamber matches.
1: Oh, that's insane.
0: I'm pretty sure the women's are going to have one, Too and then many Austin, gimmicks. then Austin Theory is having one for the U.S. Championship.
1: It's all dumb. Plus heavyweight, don't want obviously. It to no, no, it's not that's allowed. let three Elimination. Josh, you called them and you let them know. I said no, we're not doing it. Uh, I'll do what I can. Uh, it's always a busy line, but uh, we'll see what happens there. That was a really good ending. Um, yeah. The honest to God, it's it's almost embarrassing how much better Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn are at like acting in a wrestling environment than almost <laughs> any other wrestlers in the world working on television right Kevin now. Kevin Owens too. Yeah, Kevin Owens is great. He Don't just... get me wrong. But those two steal every scene they're in. Truly the Nelson and I'm calling them of the WWE. Yeah, am I right? <laughs> no. Gotta nuke something. <laughs> Gotta nuke something. Might as well be Sammy. <laughs> Does not um, care. Anyways, it was very okay. That's the best thing I can say about it. The the pay per view itself. Hey, we forgot the Hardly uh, musical guest. Oh, I didn't forget musical guest. Hardly Hardy, Hardy. Hardly. I have no idea what that was. Who that guy was, or That's if the announcer for ever cared.
0: Saturday Night Live when he would announce who was.
1: No, going not your host. impression. I'm talking oh. about Hardy. <laughs> no, I don't know who they are either. The third Hardy boy. Oh, Trevor, <laughs> the guy that keeps getting Jeff all the horse. <laughs> Cousin Earl, really? <laughs> God. So. <laughs> Who cares? That's it. Uh, Before we say goodbye, hey, thanks you for listening. It has been a year of this. We're gonna keep going. Uh, They can't stop us. (laughs) They can if they somehow make us pay for this podcast. Right now, we're using a free service, and we could (laughs) not continue otherwise. I'll be honest. We
0: got got too big. We had to start a second podcast. Yes, he's Louise. Um,
1: if you're hearing this, it's probably right around the time that's going to come out. So I I look forward to sharing it with y'all. Uh, um We got a lot of we got a lot of
0: tricks up our sleeves with that one too.
1: We sound like a local band with uh, new songs coming up. Big things coming up. Just the same <laughs> stuff. It's just the same stuff we've already Regular done. Regular things. Regular things are coming up, but we hope you enjoy more it nonetheless. More
0: more grapes, more bullshit.
1: Oh yeah, there will definitely be more bullshit.
0: You know, uh I'd like to thank you personally for, for, this is your brainchild. You just needed yeah. a, you needed another voice to rant at.
1: Well, we were good at yelling at each other about pro wrestling and it felt like something we could just, we would continue to do regardless. <laughs> yeah. So might as well have a, a place for it. Totally.
0: Um, no, it's, it's uh it's a creative outlet for me and I like doing it like, and yeah. I like having fun doing it. And you know, who needs therapy when men don't need therapy.
1: They just oh, yeah. need to start a
0: podcast. Oh yeah. That
1: sounds, that's great. That's great advice. <laughs> that's great advice. Uh, this podcast brought to you by BetterHelp. No. Um, uh, brought to you by Karate Fighters. Karate Fighters. We just start fighters. saying
0: that from now on. We
1: got to get, if we ever do merch, it's going to be a Karate Fighter themed t-shirt. We're bringing it back. Absolutely. <laughs> Josh. Yo. Send us home.
0: In the meantime, and in between time, this has been another thrilling episode of the Pink and Black Playback. Tune in next week. Same Brett time, same Brett channel. Adios. Adios.